You're listening to Ants Talk. My next guest analyzes the royal family's body language, voice, and behavior. Louise Mailer is an expert in body language, voice, and emotion. I thought we would chat about the latest interview with Megan, Harry, and Oprah. Thanks for joining me on the show, Louise. How are you? Oh, I'm great, thank you, Ant. Ah, uh, yes. that's great. I'm so happy to have you on the show. So excited to talk about this subject. So, w- what are some of the things that you have noticed about the royal family, just in general, when you've you've been watching them? Oh, we're all fascinated by the royal family, what they do, how they behave, um, and of course, we have the Meghan and Harry interview that's mm. just happened. So- That's very top of mind. Um, Megan and Harry, of course, two consummate professionals um, and how they perform is is very professional. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They're all performers. Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I think that is definitely part of the job. What do you believe was some of the telling points of the interview with Oprah? Well, so as an overall summary, what I see are two very contrived stories. They mm. follow a storyline of there was happiness, then there were trigger incidents, then there was a crisis, and then they rebuild on their way to the future. Uh, you know, it's so stage managed. And and then um, Harry is just the, the hero who rides them off into the distance. Mm. Um, what has their, their stories are so studied. They are so studied in their approach. Megan is almost impossible to analyse because she will do happiness when she needs happiness. She'll do sadness when she needs sadness. Mm. And then she has this neutral face where she listens and you can't read anything. Her face is expressionless. Her eyes blink. Her lips have no tension in them. And she just looks straight ahead. Mm. Um, And she's very difficult to read because she's very studied in what she does. Yeah, I think that's where her acting abilities come into it, to be honest. Yeah, of course. Um, and because also, because she's from the States, I think that with a lot of actresses over there that do make it to her sort of calibre, they are very aware of what is going to happen outside of their work and how they're going to be perceived and anything's going to be looked at and studied. So I think that she's really got that down pat, definitely. She really does. Yeah. I, not- makes- I noticed that myself, actually. Yeah, Harry made the comment when she came to Australia that um, the family would have realised what an expert she was. I mean, she can perform, yeah. you know, lights on, bang, perform. Um, and, and she can do that's a fabulous skill uh, to have. Definitely, definitely. Do you think that the royals are good at trying to remain emotionless when they're in the public eye, the majority of them? Oh, I do. I think, I think William and Kate are... Two people I admire tremendously. Mm. And the way that I've even looked at pictures today, how they're out today and yeah. smiling for the cameras and greeting people, you know, their 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 act is magnificent. It's soft, it, it feels genuine. Um, I just think that they are god and goddess in the world of doing this work. Mm. Funny I don't enough. Think- No, no. I think I think that comes from the past with Harry too, because he's always been a little bit of a a loose cannon. Maybe is the best word to use. So he's he's done some really silly things in his life. Where William, I suppose, always had those expectations thrust upon him, and he he's really he's really kept up to the job and done such an amazing job of being a prince. And as you do, you know, you meet people along the way in life. You know, I Mm -hmm. lived in England. Is that I've met people who've worked as, um, you know, William and Harry's bodyguard or whatever it was. And, you know, they told me how those two 
just work their profession all day, yeah. every day. You know, they don't drop out. They take it seriously 100% of the time. But, uh, you know, in contrast, Harry obviously has a, a confused background where his importance, you know, has gone down, 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 down mm. with the birth of other children, um, his roles removed, his security removed. And at the same time, psychologically, he's been very vulnerable. Anybody you know who's been to war um, it will will have that vulnerability and and. And there's a, a thing with the vulnerability of mind where you have that opportunity to grab that mind and retwist it. And I don't blame Megan, but she has been there, was able to grab his mind in a vulnerable state and redirect it forwards. And, and uh, uh, you know, it, it, it's worrying to see where he's going with mm. Yeah, Sad. no, definitely. No, it sure is. Funny enough, I, I, I only noticed yesterday too, because as you would know, it was everywhere every uh, my whole facebook feed was literally story after story after story about the interview and then yeah. funnily enough i did notice that um, almost immediately there was then a story about megan ordering some blankets for some guests or something and supposedly it was the wrong color the wrong color red or something that the assistant had ordered and she supposedly went right off at this assistant yeah. and i was i was sort of like this is exactly the reason they're in the position they're in. Do people not understand that? Like it, it is that bullying, that that bringing yeah. up that topic right at that point of the day, straight after this interview. You know, and, and I'm I'm, resp I'm I'm you know at Megan's level. So if I'm stressed mm. and somebody makes a wrong plane booking or something, you know, I am not. Um, averse to having a little tantrum. Uh, <laughs> I think we can all say that, can't we? <laughs> but, you know, I don't think Kate and William do. They are so committed that mm. they will keep everything smooth. I can imagine with Megan that she went into the royal family and they gave her a couple of assistants who, frankly, might not have been quite up to her standards yeah. and they will have made mistakes, not informed her. You know, she wore not the wrong colour, but wasn't there one incident where her dress was tucked up in her pants or something? Do remember. Oh, it had the price tag on, didn't it? It had yes. the price tag. And she went back, she would have ripped into it. Wouldn't we all know? I'm not. I'm not Kate and William because they wouldn't have. Yeah. Um, and it's just that level below. I also think that with, with people like William and Kate, they're probably the type that would ensure that there were not going to be any mistakes because they would be so informative in, in, in describing exactly what they wanted to their assistants because they do, as you said, do the job so well. There would be no room for error. They would make sure that it was going to be correct the first time. Yes, yes. Yeah. Look, I, I guess so. Yeah. There are always mistakes, though, aren't there? Exactly. There always something that goes wrong. So what are some points you believe are telling of the issues that they're both facing from the interview yesterday? Uh, Megan and Harry. Yeah. Um, the issues that they're facing is that Megan is facing uh, building a career mm. um, and the way that, you know, people have said to me that uh, they can't wait in the next couple of weeks. They think that something will come out where Megan has some sort of TV deal and that this was really just publicity for that. Yeah, that's how calculated people feel they are. With Harry, I don't think it's going anywhere. You know, if I look forward to ten years' time, as he said, what's great for you at the moment? And he said, 
are walking on the beach with Archie and playing with the dogs. Mm. And I have this picture of the man who's just left their home alone playing with the dogs and with Archie. You know, he's a, a, a sperm don- donor babysitter. Funny enough, I also look at it too. I think to myself, when he actually said that really that's all they had was the money that he got from his mother, I thought, well, how are you all going to be surviving on that? Because that's going to go very quickly with the lifestyle you live. (laughs) Yeah, well, and you can imagine those security guards cost a fortune. I love the way that. Uh, there were, you know, it was work contrived to the point where at some stage I would have loved them to say, look, it would be beautiful to have the title prince. You know, mm. how marvellous to have that. But no, they go, no, no, not interested in that. It's a security issue. It's a security. That's a very thought out answer. Come on. Well, that's you know, it too. And what would be, they could have also just said, well, okay, well, we don't want the title, but just just allow us the protection, pay for that at least. It kept going back to that title, which I did find very suspicious myself. Make sure you subscribe to Ants Talk. Talking about suspicious, did you find anything suspicious or maybe untruthful in what they were disclosing? Well, the whole racism issue really mm. I found was overstated. And the story about somebody said to Harry, look, I've got this picture in my mind of Princess Anne walking to the kitchen and saying, oh, Harry, you know, is the baby going to have red hair or, you know, like uh, some sort yeah. of inoculum. And he's gone home, said to Megan, oh, racism comment. And the fact that they won't release who that person is, I would have found it far more believable if they said, look, the drip, drip, drip of unconscious bias uh, was something that was really a weight on us that we couldn't stand. That I would have found, uh, that I would have found viable. But, mm, uh, mm. you know, make up a story and we can't say who it was and she told Harry who told me who told. Uh, I've got a, I've got a sneaky suspicion who it was. <laughs> Just my own. Oh, uh, the grandfather. And, and, he wasn't, uh, and he wasn't mentioned, of course, no. at all. No. And funny enough, uh, it's only come out today. There are actually more uh, clips from that interview that Oprah is now releasing. Um, Yes, releasing a bit by bit. Yeah, so one was just again released this morning. Um, And I did find it quite funny that that was one of the things that she came out to say that, you know, Elizabeth and Philip were not the people that said that. He wanted to make an... Yeah, so he made a big effort of making sure Oprah knew that, and that's one of the clips that came out this morning. Can see any of them saying it. A flip of comment, Fergie, Andrew, you know. Yeah. Uh, and who cares? That's yeah. it. Now, what is your opinion on some of the more famous couples? Like we've spoken about Harry and Megan, also about William and Kate. Obviously, you think they're they're they've got a really genuine relationship. Yes, I do. Absolutely. Yeah, I do too. You can see I, the love. The the rapport. You can feel the love. You can. When she turns left, he turns left. When he smiles, she smiles. Uh, when he, you know, holds a hand, she holds a hand. They are, oh, they are joined at the hip. Yeah. And what about Elizabeth and Philip? Oh, Elizabeth and Philip. Hasn't she been through hell? We oh, no. Uh, uh, Philip gets prizes. They all get prizes for duty, of course. Yeah. Except for um, Harry. What happened to Harry? Where did he go wrong that there was this duty for his whole life and suddenly just drops it like a hot potato? And yeah. he makes up calls as to why that's changed. Uh, I just don't know how he's made such a shift, but the rest of them are pretty committed to their duty. Definitely. Yeah, no, definitely. Now, I wanted to ask you, what do you think about that Andrew interview, the disastrous Andrew interview? 
Andrew's got no idea, has he? Andrew's no. in such a life of privilege that he didn't even seem to realise that he came across as a complete jerk uh, in, in the interview. And to come up with, um, again, you know, it's a bit like the racism story. Uh, you know, they had to come up with a concrete story for him to mm. say, oh, no, on that date so many years ago, I was at a big rooster or whatever. Yeah. Um, he came up with some story. Unnecessary, Andrew. And uh, I don't sweat. And I don't think, yeah. Like, that, how that, bizarre was that? It'll just wash over us and we'll go, oh, right, okay. Yeah, we oh, believe that's you. Definite. That's a definite. And all those oh. photos of you and him together, that means they were must have been all doctored. Oh, all doctored. <laughs> yeah. uh, trips to the island, not a problem. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, it, it, he was condescending to his audience. He seemed to be talking to idiots. And I think that's slightly what I feel about uh, Megan's story is that the contrived nature, there will be millions of people, apparently 17 million people Isn't watched incredible. that in the USA. And 15 point, you know, 5 million people uh, uh, will be going, oh, yes, that's true. That's the mm. story. Oh, dear, look what happened. And they won't be able to see through that level of contrivance. And it's the same with Andrew. He underestimated our intelligence. Yeah, very much so. It's funny that I find that a really puzzling thing with human nature is how people who are obviously really guilty and they go ahead and do these these interviews. We've seen it many times with people that have murdered their wives and they come on TV, oh, where are they? And I hope that they come home and, and all she this sort of stuff. Off. Yeah, she she ran off from me and left me with the kids. Yeah, and it's so, it's, yeah, it's so puzzling to me. I just think to myself, I, I mean, I'm no expert but I can look into a person's eyes and I can see whether they're guilty or not. I think to me, it's, it's so blatantly obvious when you see it in their eyes, you can literally see it. Well, you can. And this study of eye movement that mm. shows that when people, uh, right-handed people, when they're looking to their left-hand side, they're looking at remembered information in their mind when they look to their right-hand side. But sometimes for left-handed people, it's, it's the opposite. But sometimes for left-handed people or anybody, it can be the other way around mm. or, you know, it's quite a deep topic. But you can judge shifty eyes. If people suddenly shift their eye movement, it's a change of movement that yeah. gives you um, a deceit that, that um, will trigger deceit. Change of breath pattern, change of facial expression. Change. It's not that you make a certain expression because you could be making that all the time. It's when you change that expression yes, uh, yes. That, that you're watching uh, for. And a little knowledge is a dangerous thing in that area, but um, Megan is so difficult to judge because mm. she her expression she has this thing that i call rest position where she can hold her face with no lip tension no upper face tension her eyes straight ahead blinking and she can hold that expression so you don't know what she's thinking and it is of course the skill of the politician she has the skill of the politician mm. and how did you feel at, were you watching oprah at all do you think that she was believing what she was hearing Yes, well, me, uh, Oprah is so brilliant at empathy and, you know, her what? Yeah. You know, the way yeah. she does that. She wouldn't know what the answer was. I thought what was interesting was the response to uh, Oprah's what was Megan just deadpan looking mm. at her. Deadpan. What expression will I make here? Where shall I go here? The actress we've been was, was judging. Um, yeah. Oprah is uh, an artwork, an artwork in her responses 
um, her empathy, her questioning. Uh, she, why wouldn't you be after so many years mm. of interviewing people and so much experience? I thought it was really interesting that um, I read yesterday that they had only actually met Oprah once before inviting her to the wedding. I thought that was a very interesting point. Yeah, people are so busy, aren't they? Mm. Well, do you know, in the little snippet we heard, it wasn't in the long interview, but it's one of the snippets where Oprah says to her, I asked you for an interview uh, before Mm. and you couldn't do it. And then she said there were people in the room like, ooh, Mm. there were people in the room. And I'm like, yeah, of course there were people in the room. (laughs) And were you silenced or were, were you silent or silenced? And she goes, the latter silence yes of course she was welcome to the royal family that's you it have advisors who give you advice on what to do and they would advise not to do an oprah interview i'm not shocked by that i'm not tantalized but again these 15.5 million people perhaps go oh freedom of voice yeah. very important can't have people telling you what to do are people not aware of the, you know what it's like to be a royal. Yeah, I think we, the Commonwealth, of course, get it because we we've, we've seen it over years, um, and other people find that unusual. But I do not find it unusual mm. that there were people in the room who gave her advice on what to do and what not to do. I agree. And, mm, I also think that most of us, if we have followed the royal family, we're aware of the mistakes in the past, like Fergie and being photographed, getting a toes sucked. And like, it's not how we want to see our royals, really, isn't it? We don't always want to hear their opinion about everything. So there is a job to do. You go out and do your job and basically bite your lip on everything else. (laughs) I so admire Kate, you know, for not answering that. Yeah. Not giving us her story. I so admire that. I agree. Uh, because it's hard to do. Definitely. Hard to do. Definitely. Uh, yeah. Now, Louise, I know that you've been all over TV this morning. Everyone's been wanting your opinion. I really appreciate you coming on to the show. And I just wanted to say, could you actually let people know where they can find out more about you? Yes. Well, I have a website, which is very easy, www.louisemarler. That's my name, M-A-H-L-E-R, um, <laughs> louisemarler.com.au. And it's a fabulous uh, website. I've been on it many times yeah. already. <laughs> or LinkedIn. You know, here I am, Louise Marler. Very easy to find. I it's love not it. a common name. Louise, thank you so much for your time. I truly appreciate it. And we will definitely talk more soon. Thank you very much. Thank you. Ants Talk. It's like Oprah, but not.